following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's Reaction Monday. Welcome into the program, Main Street Sports. Today on the program, we'll be chatting with Doug Feinberg, Associated Press writer, covers women's basketball. Also, soon to be TWSAA Executive Director Mark Reeves, currently the Assistant Executive Director. He'll be joining us. Little uh, Reaction Monday as Tiger completes the Masters, the race, the marathon. And the number one ranked player in the world, Scotty Scheffler, with the win. Also, the Braves' first series of the year and Chris's trip to Hotlanta, where the world champs got off to the start. That and so much more on this Monday, Reaction Monday edition of Main Street Sports Today. Now, to the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mr. Bo Patton and... The Sundrop Kid from Alabama, fresh from the outlet malls in North Georgia, Chris Yow. No doubt there. <laughs> Welcome in on this Monday edition. It is Reaction Monday. I'm Chris Yow. That's Mo Patton. This is Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Glad to have you with us here as we have tons to get into and a lot of sports to react to. So we will get... Right into it as quickly as we can because today's top story, the opening tip, comes out of Los Angeles where the Lakers are Mo in search of a new coach. And we will talk about that three-year tenure and what's next for the LeBron Lakers. I mean, L.A. Lakers. Uh, so <laughs> The LBJ Lakers. Exactly. So we, we will get to that in a, a, little bit, a little bit later on in this first half. But we know it's coming off the weekend, mm-hmm. which means there's a lot of scores we got to get to, a lot of schedule uh, on the high school side. Anyway, nothing, nothing outside of high school, one college baseball game, the Braves are playing tonight, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, we're going to send it back to JP and give you all the scores and schedules on the rundown. This is the rundown. Let's do it. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy, providing a Christ-centered college prep education at an affordable cost. Call 931-388-5731 or visit zioneagles.org to schedule an appointment for a tour today. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Friday, high school baseball, Brentwood over Nolensville 7-2. It was Clarksville Academy 13-5 over Pope John Paul II. Davidson Academy 13-0 over Clarksville Northeast. Cornersville 5-2 over Kolioka. It was Davidson Academy falling to Christian County from Kentucky. Eagleville 4-3 over Community. Mount Pleasant 4-1 over East Hickman. Fairview 11-1 over Cheatham County. Centennial Falls to Franklin 8-6. Gallatin over Seymour 15-1. Giles County 3-2 winners over Collinwood. Hampshire shut out by Wayne County 10-0. West Creek 6-3 over Hillwood. Forest defeats Lawrence County 6-3. Loretta 1-0 over Forest. 
Leon County, Kentucky. <laughs> we don't know. 4-3 winners over Mount Juliet. Summit 10-8 over Page. Ravenwood 16-1 over Cane Ridge. It was Loretto 10-5 over Richland. Tullahoma Falls to Rockville 10-3. Stewart's Creek 3-2 over Oakland. Summertown big over Richland 14-4. Uh, Spring Hill defeats Summertown 6-5. And Creekwood 16-6 over Waverly. Friday scores in high school softball. Columbia defeats Hickman County 31. Columbia Academy 16. Middle Tennessee Christian 1. Zion Christian 7-4 over Community. Davidson Academy 16-1 over Clarksville Academy. East, East Hamilton 8-3 over Harpeth. Clarksville Northwest shut out by Macon County 10-0. Nolansville 4-3 winners over Walker Valley. Walker Valley then defeated Good Pasture 7-3. Waverly paired wins over White House 3-1 and Father Ryan 7-0. Wayne County over Decatur County Riverside 6-4 and Zion Christian shutting out Kenny. County 9 to nothing. On the pitch from Friday, Bearden 3, Neal over Gallatin, Oakland 4 1 over Blackman. Giles County falls to page 11 2. Hendersonville 5 1 over Farragut. Hunters Lane downs White House 3 1. Loretto doubles up Decatur County, Riverside 4 2. MLK 3 1 winners over Hume Fogg. Siegel shuts out Riverdale 3 Neal and Stewart's uh, Creek. Stewart's Creek 3 1 over Rockville. Saturday baseball, Green Hill 2 0 over Beach. Columbia Academy shutting out BGA 10-0 Brentwood 6-5 over Oakland. Centennial 1-0 over Blackman. Clarksville 5-4 over Leon County from Kentucky. We're rolling with that one. Columbia 3-2 over Siegel. CPA 5-2 over Creekwood. Dixon County 21-3 over Kenwood. Then 8-4 over Fairview. East Robertson 3-2 over Harpeth West Creek. 14-0 over Fort Campbell from Kentucky. Grace Christian with a pair of wins over mm-hmm. Franklin. Same Seven score. 5 and seven to five. That was not a recording. Houston fourteen to four over Gallatin, Giles County with a pair of wins. First over Page ten six, then Hamilton from Alabama ten to four. Good Pasture thirteen three over NBA Hendersonville five to one over Watertown. Henry County twelve to one over Clarksville Northwest. Houston fifteen five over Rossview. East Nashville twenty one to two over Howard. Sycamore two to one over Lebanon. CAK six. Middle Tennessee Christian five. It is Mount Juliet 12, Seymour 1, Mount Juliet Christian 11, Hillsboro 2, Riverdale 5, 3 winners over Ravenwood, Mount Juliet 9, 7 over Rossview, Silverdale Academy 10 to nothing over Middle Tennessee Christian, Rockville 18 to 11 over Tullahoma, and Wilson Central 12, 3 over Elizabethan. Saturday scores in softball, not pleasant, 5, 4 over Cannon County Corner, Stone Christian, Texas defeats Clarksville 2, 4 to 2. Clarksville over Zionsville from Indiana, 9-2. Clarksville over Livingston Central from Kentucky, 8-0. Community with three wins, two over Mount Pleasant, 12-4 and 14-4, and then over Kolioka, 17-3. Kolioka, 7-0 over Cannon County. East Hamilton, 6-2 winners over Blackman. Forest falls to Green Hill, 9-6. Forest then gets back at Green Hill, 8-6. Winners and then defeats Good Pastor seven to one. Columbia twenty two to nine over Laverne. Walker Valley with a pair of wins over Brentwood Academy and Independence five and three, eight to five, ten to three. Uh, Waverly with a pair of wins uh, over Collierville three to one and over Walker Valley three to one. Zion Christian successful day on Saturday three one winners over Community sixteen three over Kolioka thirteen one over Cannon County and eight to three over Kolioka. Four wins for Zion Christian. Boys soccer from Saturday, Hendersonville 2-2. Tie with Bearden. Knox Central defeats Gallatin. I I guess. Sure, we'll go with that. They defeat Gallatin. Uh, Sunday baseball, Clarksville 4, 
Tees Valley, Ohio, nothing. Softball, pair of games. It was Coffee County 11-1 over Tullahoma and Riverdale over Saudi Daisy 2-1. College baseball series results. Auburn takes two or three from Vanderbilt. Tennessee swept another SEC opponent, this time Missouri at home. Austin P. Sweeps UT Barton in three games. Belmont t- takes two of three from Tennessee Tech. Lipscomb uh, three to nothing in their series over Eastern Kentucky. MTSU uh, took two of three from Marshall. Trevecca took four from Lake Erie. Cumberland uh, sweeping Bethel in a three-game set. Columbia State took two of three from Cle- uh, Cleveland State. And Ball State gets a win over Southwest Tennessee State. Uh, in college softball, it was Georgia. Getting two out of three from Tennessee. Austin P. the same over Tennessee State. FIU, the same over MTSU. Murray State, two or three from Belmont. North Alabama, two or three from Lipscomb. Trevecca uh, swept a two-game set with Tiffin. Lindsey Wilson uh, took three of four from Cumberland. Cleveland State took three or four from Columbia State. And Ball State swept Southwest Tennessee State in four games. In the Major League Baseball, the series for the Braves, Friday, uh, seven, six winners over the Reds, two, one, on Saturday and fall to the Reds 6-3 on Sunday. The Sounds uh, get wins uh, all three days. Uh, so they bounce back after a after pair a of weekend. losses. Yeah, after uh, back-to-back losses after an opening night win. Uh, they beat Durham 3-2, 2-1, and 4-3 over the weekend. NHL, the Preds fall to the Panthers 4-1 and then fall to the Penguins in overtime 3-2. NBA, the Grizzlies 141-114 over the Pelican. That's the regulation, too, right? Yes. Impressive. Uh, but then they give up 139 to the Celtics in a 139-110 loss. All right. To the schedule today, Laverne at Cane Ridge, 4 p.m. Note the times, but check your local listings here. These are baseball games. Correct. Thank you. Pearl Cone at East Nashville. Uh, Innsworth at Father Ryan. It is BGA at Franklin Road Academy. Good pasture hosting Nashville Christian. Hillwood welcomes Martin Luther King. Maplewood will travel to Hume Fog. Lipscomb Academy hosts Pope John Paul II. South Haven at Zion Christian. All of those again. Uh, that's a doubleheader. That final one will start at 4.30 today. At 5, it'll be Glencliff at Murfreesboro Central Magnet. At 5.30, the following games will be Wayne County at Richland. Mount Juliet Christian hosting Isel Harding. Hampshire at Collinwood. At 6 tonight, Mount Pleasant at Lewis County. Loretto at Wilson from Alabama. Kolioka at Santa Fe. Davidson Academy at Clarksville Academy. At 6.30, Columbia will host Independence. It'll be Gordonsville at Columbia Academy. Fairview hosts Harpeth. DCA at Friendship Christian. Middle Tennessee Christian at Grace Christian. John Overton welcomes Brentwood. Montgomery Central will host Springfield. Tullahoma at Page. Also, Nolansville at Ravenwood. McCracken County, Kentucky at Rossview. Spring Hill hosts Lawrence County tonight. Smyrna at Stewart's Creek. Summertown welcomes Giles County. Smith County will be at Westmoreland. At 7 tonight, Dixon County at Summit. White House hosts Greenbrier. Cheatham County at White House Heritage. CPA at Eagleville at some point today. Hillsboro at Centennial as well. No times for those games. Check your local listings. Softball today. 4 p.m. first pitch. Hillwood at Maplewood. Springfield at Gallatin. That's at 4. At 4.30, Springfield at Gallatin. Mount Julie Christian at Grace Christian. Also, uh, that's Franklin at 4.30. Davidson Academy hosts Good Pasture at 4.30. Other 430 games, Hillsboro at Innsworth, Nashville Christian at Lipscomb Academy. 
The following games at 5 o'clock. Santa Fe at Collinwood, PGA at Columbia Academy, Community hosting East Hickman, Middle Tennessee Christian at CPA, Ezel Harding and Clarks, uh, hosting Clarksville Academy, White House at Greenbrier, Montgomery Central will welcome Waverly. Also at 5, Frank Hughes at Mount Pleasant, Loretta Wayne County, Westmoreland hosting Joe Burns, Kolioka at Zion Christian at 5.30 tonight. Glencliff at Murfreesboro Central Magnet. It is Columbia at DCA, Grundy County hosts Bledsoe County, Clarksville at Henry County, Dixon County at Summit, East Robertson at Trousdale County at 6. Laverne at Centennial Green Hill welcomes Gordonsville. Coffee County will be at Mount Juliet. Marshall County hosts Spring Hill Blackman at Page. Also, Stewart's Creek welcomes Eagleville and Lincoln County travels east to Franklin County for a 7 o'clock first pitch in softball. On the pitch uh, today, 5 o'clock, first touch, Valor Collegiate at Spring Hill at 6, Kolioka at Zion Christian, Lead Academy at East Robertson, also Loretto at Fayetteville, Laverne welcomes Lebanon, Station Camp at MBA at 7, Merrill Hyde will host Portland, Page is at Brentwood and White House at Centennial. NAIA Baseball, Cumberland at Bryan today. Uh, and in the majors, the Braves, 6-20, first pitch hosting the Nationals. Uh, that on Ballet Sports South. And that is your Monday Rundown brought to you by Zion Christian. Check them out at uh, ZCA Eagles. Thank you very much. Dot .org. Dot .org. Dot .org. Dot .org. ZCA Eagles or is it Zion, Zion Eagles? It is Zion Eagles. Zion Eagles. Dot .org. Okay. Yeah. Zion Eagles. Let's not be sending folks to the wrong, <laughs> to the wrong website. Hey, let me ask you something. How did we decide on that L Y O N as Leon? <laughs> we didn't. Well, we did. I just went with it. <laughs> I like Leon better than Lion. If it was Lion, it'd be L I. That's what I'm going with, and, right? Well, here's the thing <laughs> if they got a problem with it, they can call us. They can call us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Email M Patton no, and no, no. <laughs> no. for the record that uh, that that no. uh, the Gallatin soccer match was three to one. They lost three, three to one. To okay. Bearden, I think you were close with that dash straight up dash. Could have been a one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look when I when I'm going through all this stuff and trying to get the 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 formatting right for your crawler. Uh-huh. It does sometimes. I, I race numbers on occasion sorry you're doing you're doing yeoman's work we we also have we also have random games from bledsoe county and grundy county in there lincoln county and and franklin county and i was like i don't know how they get in there but sure whatever yeah if you're if you're listening in franklin county still we appreciate it (laughs) you're making an effort to to find us and yes we we do thank you for that oh man let's uh let's take a break because we got doug feinberg coming up to talk about the WNBA draft tonight. Will Ryan Howard be number one? Sounds like she will be, but uh, we'll get his thoughts and much more on that WNBA draft after these messages on Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in. It is Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here as we react to some sports throughout the weekend, throughout the show. But in this particular segment, Mo, we get a chance to preview something coming up tonight, and that is the WNBA draft. So we're not reacting. We are proacting. We are. (laughs) Yeah. um, Joining us here on Main Street Sports today is – Doug Feinberg, who covers women's basketball at all levels for the Associated Press, both college and pro. And um, Doug wanted to reach out to you to try to get a little insight into tonight's WNBA draft. We're kind of looking at it with some interest because um, a player who's kind of near and dear to our hearts, despite where she played her college ball, Ryan Howard, um, number one or no? Fellas, thanks for having me on, first off. Um, and I don't think you have to wait long for her to get drafted. I think number one is where she's going to go to Atlanta. I've had some people who know, who are smart, smarter than I am in this business, tell me, hey, she's not going to be in the draft board very long. Uh, Atlanta traded up to get the number one pick. I've heard from some insiders. They think that um, Howard's probably the second best player of the draft from last year, this year, and next year. And that leaves Leah Boston as the player is probably going to be better than her in the pros. So if you can get the next best player who's available right now out of those three drafts, you take her. And that's Ryan Howard. Now, there was some talk earlier that um, Nalissa, and I lost her last name, Nalissa Smith Smith from Baylor might be the number one. Is, is Ryan the number one because that's the biggest position of need for Atlanta who traded up to get her? Or do you feel like she would have been the number one? regardless 
You know, it's weird because Washington, which had the number one pick, really didn't need much. They they lucked into the number one pick because they had so many players hurt last year, and they have a team that's contending for championships. So whoever went there, whether it was Nalissa or Ryan, was probably not going to play much their their first year, the rookie year. So it actually probably worked out better for both Nalissa and Ryan that they made that trade. So Nalissa's a great player. I'm not taking anything away from her. I think for what Atlanta needs, Ryan fits better and they can build the franchise around her a little easier. So I, I think Ryan goes first, and I think Melissa goes second to Indiana, which has four of the 12 picks in the first round. So they're basically going to be rebuilding their team with the first-round picks this year. Goodness gracious. You, you, you don't hear of that if any, in any sport, four of the top 12 picks. It's, that's something. Yeah. Um, and also, I guess, Doug, there's a little bit of a, a local flavor for Atlanta in getting Ryan Howard. She um, – Grew up just up I-75 from Atlanta in, in Cleveland, Tennessee, just outside of Chattanooga. So um, as close as she's going to come to getting home in the WNBA, I guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, you just educated me with a good geography because I'm not my, – my southern geography is not great being a New York kid born and raised. <laughs> so that that's good to know. I mean, she she's going to be a nice fit for them. She's definitely a scorer. She can score at all three levels. I mean, score from inside, mid-range jumper in the three, which is very important for any basketball player, man or woman. And being home is a nice thing. I mean, sometimes players are better off they go far away from home in some instances. I don't think that's the case with Ryan. I think she's going to be a nice piece for Atlanta to build around this year and build for the future because that's a franchise that has only had one other number one pick in its history, and that was Angel McCutchery in 2009, and she had a great career for them, led them to the finals three times, I believe. So – if Ryan can have almost as good a career as Angel had, because I don't want to put any pressure on her right now, <laughs> that's going to be a pretty good thing for Atlanta. Yeah, no pressure. Ryan Howard, Angel McCautry. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice job there. Sorry. Sorry for the pressure, right? Yeah, right. Um, Doug Feinberg of the Associated Press with us here on um, Main Street Sports Today. Doug, you, you see um, Nalissa going number two to Indiana. Um, behind that um, – there is a um, mock draft up on the Athletic that's got Shakira Austin, the um, the six five post from Ole Miss, going number three to Washington. You mentioned Washington doesn't need a whole lot, but um, and I have to beg a little interest because I I was not aware of Austin until the SEC tournament, and at that point I'm it's like where have I been all your life? Uh, she she looks like as Bobby Johnson at Vanderbilt used to say a ready made pro. She is. I saw her yesterday. They had an event in New York City where they sort of took over a park and all the WNBA draftees they invited, all dozen of them, came here. It was the first time I'd seen Shakira up close and personal. She's definitely WNBA ready as far as body type goes. I mean, she's a big kid. She's talented. She's going to be helping a team out. And again, going to Washington, there isn't the pressure on her. We just talked about pressure on Ryan Howard. Shakira can learn from some of the best in the game, one of the best coaches in the game, Mike Tebow ever. And then you have Alina Deladon, Alicia Clark. Maisha Hines-Allen. I mean, there's some really talented players on that Washington team that there isn't, hey, Shakira, we need you to go play 25 minutes a game, score 15 points a game for us to be successful. So she can learn from some really good players and sort of learn what it's like to be a pro. I think that's going to help her in the long run and help Washington. Doug, you know, when when we kind of obviously take some interest here in women's sports, it's clearly women's basketball with the University of Tennessee and the Lady Vols and uh, Ray Burrell 
coming out at the small forward position, six foot one. She's got to fit somewhere. Does does she have an opportunity to sneak into the first round, or is she likely going to end up being a second round pick? I think she'll go in the first round. I mean, she had an injury plague senior year, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. which didn't help her draft status. But when she came back, she was pretty good, and she was great before that. In her whole career, she was pretty good. So I, I think I saw some mock drafts have her going to Dallas with the seven pick, which might be a nice fit for her. I, I would be fairly confident say that if we're going percentages, probably say 75, 80% chance she's drafted in the first round. I think in that mid seven, eight, nine range. I mean, as I said, Indiana's controls the draft with four of the 10, four of the 12 picks. So mm-hmm. they could definitely use her. And there's a trade yesterday, Minnesota trade. It's two picks to the Las Vegas aces. So two teams have six picks in the first round, which, is good if you're those two teams, but if you're a fan of the league, it's kind of like, well, my team doesn't draft in the first round anymore, so what's my interest for it? But I think Ray Burrell is going to be somebody that's going to fit nicely in Dallas if she goes there, or whoever gets her will be lucky enough to have a player who I think can be an impact player for a team, a 10- to 15-minute player down the road who will bring good things to a franchise. Again, this um, this mock draft by Chantel Jennings of The Athletic, which dropped on April 6th, so obviously it doesn't um, – reflect some of these trades but it's got ray going at number 11 to vegas which i don't know if they have that pick at this point or not but um that's that's kind of well, worse what i projected what i was looking at is a uh it, it, that was updated at 137 today less than an hour ago has go. her going 13th overall to vegas but i i, I certainly could be earlier than that one of the names that i was it, that, that I thought was kind of right in Ray Burrell's uh, kind of her direct competition is uh, Becky Hammond, mid-major player of the year uh, from Florida Gulf Coast, Kirsten Bell. And if you, if you can pick one of those two uh, based off of Ray's injury history, Bell seems to be the safer pick. Would, would that be accurate, Doug? Yeah, I mean, Bell actually transferred from Ohio State. She went to Ohio State as a freshman right. then transferred down to Florida Gulf Coast. So she was a big-time player, so to speak, at a Power 5 university. Transferred down to Gulf Coast, had a great career there. Obviously, Gulf Coast uh, won the first-round tournament game this past year. She, I think, was top two or three in the nation scoring. She shoots the three very well. Again, that thing I saw about the event they had yesterday was in a park. She was shooting half-court shots for, in the park with form, not just throwing it up there, hoping it was going in. It was pretty good form. Kept on bouncing off the front rim until she finally hit one. Hmm. But she is a great player, electric, can score. And Becky Hammond was a heck of a player. And if she does get to go to Las Vegas, where now Becky's the coach, I think that would help Kirsten very well. I think it's going to be interesting to watch her transition into the pro game just for what they did at Gulf Coast. Um, Very heavy, you know, Three-point shooting offense, um, very perimeter-oriented, you know, to to be in a, I don't know, a real offense with a post player and everything. Just watching her transition, I think, will be um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Interesting, for lack of a better word. Um, fascinating. Just see how she fits in, I think. You know, Doug, when, one of the other things that we, we definitely – would be remiss if we didn't talk about was you know destiny henderson at south carolina is one of the most electrifying players that we saw playing uh, at any level especially in the southeastern conference in the last few years she is going to be a really good pickup for somebody and you know again like you said i'm sure that her 
teammate from this past year will be high on the board next year. But uh, Destiny would be a steal for somebody. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she had a heck of a uh, run in the, the NCAA tournament. She had the career high in the championship game. So she played her best game at the, on the brightest stage, which I'm sure coaches and GMs notice the WNBA. She doesn't shy away from the spotlight. Great personality, great defender, steals the ball very well, can score. I think, as you said, I'm going to be lucky to get her. I mean, I'm not sure where she'll go. I would think late in the first round is my guess. The only knock is probably her size, but there have been players that have been smaller guards, we'll call it, have flourished. I mean, Crystal Dangerfield was the rookie of the year mm-hmm. for Minnesota a couple of years ago, and they're probably comparable sized. So that might be the only knock against her, but she's a, she's a great player. Obviously, Dawn Staley, her coach, played in the WNBA, knows the, the WNBA, uh, what it takes to be there, and I think she'll be pretty good for whoever is lucky enough to get her in the draft tonight. 36 picks. You can watch the WNBA draft on ESPN app, I guess. I'm not sure if it's going to be. I don't think it's live. It's on ESPN. It is? Okay, that's fantastic. uh, 7 o'clock tonight, ESPN. I'm glad to hear that because I was not expecting it to be. Uh, ESPN tonight and uh, the WNBA draft, and it's going to be a lot of fun. uh, Make sure to keep an eye out for Ray Burrell and – any other lady vols that might sneak in who knows you never know there's 36 picks (laughs) anyway but uh doug feinberg here with us from the associated press doug we appreciate your time thank you so much for your insight because we were a little uh uneducated when it comes to the best players for the wnba my pleasure guys and you knew the first name ryan howard right that's the big name to know number one always know that right we we felt like that was a good starting point if nothing else yeah sure wish holly warlick would have known it sorry i'm just gonna keep Mm. taking that pot shot every time i can Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. doug thank you man we appreciate it all right guys have a good rest of your day all right all right let's uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's a shot that's just a, I'm sorry. It's it's you have as as JP would say it's kind of low hanging fruit. I and mean, it, it, yeah. You're going to have to own that. I'm just saying. Anyway. Yeah. All right, let's let, let's move on and talk about uh, let's react to some things that did happen over the weekend. Uh, the Masters, the Lakers our top story from today and uh get into that in the next segment. So stick around Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint uh comes back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 
or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome in, everybody, to another fantastic edition of Mornings on Main Street. Fun show plan for today. Please tell me you know who this is. Of course I know who it is. I mean, I just want you to say it together. <laughs> you have no idea, do you? <laughs> your car broke down, you're walking. That's true. Hey, what if, is, is this thing on? Hold on a second, Chris. Okay. Hey, what did I yeah. tell you about comedy? Right. Let's do comedy. Make sure that's yeah. funny. It got to be funny. Okay. I figure it's easier. It's harder for you to say no if we do this live. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still waiting to meet you with the crystal, so I'll, I'll take anything. We'll, we'll get it all done there. Thank you. As the voice of the crab will be me is Bob Hope. And has that cute well with the pearl necklace is... So I'm going to be Russell Brand, and I just okay. want to go ahead and give a preface, preface uh, that might be really annoying. So. Okay. All right. It's a preface. Preface. Uh, preface. Preface is what happens when your girlfriend's going out on the town, and you're like, hey, get ready. So I put my face on. Grilled ground lamb and beef wrapped in lavish and topped with a savory tomato it's sauce. It's lavash. <laughs> what is that? Lavash. Lavash. <laughs> I told you you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with the redneck country boy on this side over here of the screen. That's okay. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls, and we are trying to stay dry on this Monday. So far, so good. Well, in the but, next... But we are inside. In the next segment, I will uh, we'll, we'll talk about those outlet malls that I visited, and I uh, procured a rain jacket, so that's good. At said outlet mall. So, didn't wear it today because I, I couldn't find it. We brought everything in last night and I just kind of let it go and Sarah moved stuff around and I, she was asleep when I left. Anyway. Did you hear that, Mo? Blaming Sarah for that? I, I mean, she normally does that. Like, she gets everything. I get it to the house. She puts it where it goes. Yeah. Well, we don't have anywhere for me to hang my rain jackets because I've never had a rain jacket before. 
Mm. So, okay. Well, have you found a place for it yet? I, I'm sure she did. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it is. So hopefully she'll tell you where that place is when you get home. Today. At some point. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's hope. She probably just put it in the, in the bag and just, but she was asleep when I left and I was like, I don't have time to wake you up. So. <laughs> Maybe she could put a towel hanging with it so you can wipe yourself after getting rained on by not having your jacket. It's, it, it, listen, Maybe. I, I'm, I have been rained on for the last six or seven years. I haven't had a rain jacket since, I guess, 2017. Yep. I I left it somewhere and just never bought another one because they're expensive. <laughs> and if it hadn't been an outlet mall, I probably wouldn't have bought one. Anyway. So. Rain jackets. Rain jackets. That's on, what we're talking about now. On my way home from. <laughs> they had rain at the Masters, so. On my way home from Atlanta, we stopped at the Woodstock outlet malls. Don't give away your halftime content. And we stopped at Bucky's in Calhoun. Well, guess who tons of masters uh, folks were making their way. I was going to say, was was Ryan McGee there? You know what? (laughs) I didn't see him, but I did, I did catch the UT softball bus. So the UT mm-hmm. softball team had stopped at Bucky's and did they remember you from the Midstate Classic? <laughs> you know, if I had found uh, Anna Fox, they probably would have, but I did not. Uh, well, that's a pretty big Bucky's. It's easy to not find people. Well, all there. Bucky's are, yeah. Well, um, I had to, I had to circle the thing three times just to find a dead gum uh, gas tank. But you know what? I paid I paid three thirty nine for gas. Okay. 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 Yeah. Did you bring any back? Yeah. <laughs> she just filled up a couple buckets. No kidding. <laughs> Take some tanks down there with you next time you go to Georgia. <laughs> right. yeah, it was only $60 to fill up the truck instead of wow. $70. Yeah. <laughs> Saved me 10 bucks. 10 bucks is 10 bucks. Yeah. Well, it, it paid for my barbecue sandwiches. Well, say a hot dog at least. <laughs> Not a beer, but a hot dog. I got, I got a couple of barbecue <laughs> sandwiches. And, uh, but seriously, it was, a, it, it was interesting because there were a lot of folks with Masters gear on. At uh, at the Bucky's, so uh, all of those folks getting a chance to see the number one player in the world, and the number one player in the world did what the number one player is supposed to do, and that's win. Did not realize, not a shot, because I'm not the biggest golf fan there is, but this was his fourth win in six starts this season. Yeah, he's it's been hot. He's pretty good, man. Guess that's uh, how you get to be the number one player in on the tour yeah i mean the more you win the higher you go that's how especially in golf i mean winning is not easy to do so you know you just finish top five top 10 top 15 Mm -hmm. consistently and you're pretty good you you might you might shoot to number one until you know scotty scheffler shows up and doesn't lose and wins four and six (laughs) 25 young kid uh really really good uh, you know, at, at which I mean, it's not the first time we've seen a youngster. You know, Jordan Spieth mm-hmm. uh, took took the the tour by storm a couple of years ago, but I thought it was interesting that obviously the two big storylines of the weekend we had talked about with Virgil Herring last Monday on this show, and you know. We bring folks on this show in order to give you some expert insight. If you listened to Virgil Herring on our show last you, Monday, you didn't even need to watch the Masters. 
because he nailed it. He said, one, Tiger, if he plays, is probably going to be tired if he makes the cut on Saturday and Sunday, and his play is going to struggle. But he thought he would make the cut. But he did think he'd make the he cut. He thought he would play, and he thought he would make the cut. He did play. He did make the cut. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he got struggled in the last two rounds. So nailed that, especially with, you know, again, the ground being soft. It's a long walk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. He also said that the second storyline in the event that Tiger wasn't in the hunt would be if Roy McElroy could complete the career Grand Slam. He said if he was going to complete it, though, he'd probably back in to the green jacket <laughs> Instead of winning it. And boy, did Rory roar on Sunday. Came out of nowhere as Virgil had kind of intimated that he would need to not being out front, kind of lagging behind and and making a run late in, what did he shoot, seven under 64 yesterday? Yesterday was eight under 64. Eight under 64. Yeah, he was a hell of a final round. I mean, I mean, if 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 Scheffler hadn't run off and hid from everybody, yeah, then you've got you've got a race on Sunday. But it was just Scheffler too much for so McElroy. To, just too much for McElroy to overcome on Sunday. But it wasn't from a lack of trying. Yeah, Roy got to within two. He got to within two when Scheffler was, uh, I believe, finishing up thirteen. So at that point, yeah. So so Scheffler had a four shot lead. Uh-huh. Going into the back nine. Yep. Then after 13, Scheffler has kind of, you know, struggled a little bit. And Roy kept coming. Well, Roy was done. Yeah. By the time he hit the back, you're right. Yeah, he had already put up that 64. Roy put the 64 up. By the time that he gets to the back nine, boom. Holding it out of the bunker in 18, too, by the way. Right. And Morikawa in the same group did the same thing, by the way. (laughs) It's unreal. But – you know, you're watching this from the clubhouse going, all right, I'm leader in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I am – I'm watching this guy, and all he has to do is choke. Yeah. One one, <laughs> one ball in the water. At that point, like, I made the comment to, back, to my dad. Yeah. yeah. I said, we're, we're one shot in the water away from this being, <laughs> this being a tournament here. And, and here's the thing, is that everybody knows it, including Shefflin. Mm-hmm. That Rory can't do any worse. Yeah. He can't do any better, but he also can't do any worse. So you have to play good golf. You don't have to be great. Just don't do anything crazy. Right? And he didn't do anything crazy. Yep. Man, congratulations to Scotty Scheffler. It was fun to watch. It was. It always is, but but it was it was good to see the patrons back in full force. And they were. Oh. And and Tiger had a lot to do with that. Oh, there's no question there. Frank Vogel out after three seasons with the Los Angeles Lakers, the uh, LeBron James Lakers, and Anthony the, the, Davis. The LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. And Carmelo. Lakers. <laughs> yeah. What a terrible season. If you're if you're a Lakers fan, you gotta be going, how? 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 <laughs> like a squirrel could lead this team to the playoffs. And now, yet. Now, now to now, having said that, as I'm looking at the article on ESPN regarding um 
Vogel's dismissal. Lakers were the only team to not have a single five-man lineup play 100 minutes together. Despite ending the season with high expectations, the Lakers were only able to have James, Davis, and Westbrook on the floor together for 21 games. And they played 500 ball in those 21 games, 11 and 10. Westbrook, who, by the way, made 183 jump shots this year. He turned the ball over 225 times. Oh, my God. Oh, God. You cannot turn the ball over 42 more times than you make jump shots and expect to be a successful point guard in this league. Mm. So, that's that's the key stat right there. And I don't know how Frank Vogel was supposed to do anything about that. (laughs) Sounds a lot like a Rick Barnes conversation we had a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there's that. So, anyway, Vogel's out. Um, apparently they're looking to the medical field to hire someone. Apparently they, they're looking at a nurse of some sort. I don't know. I, I'll give you one D. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You want to clear that up, though? Nick Nurse yeah. is being uh, courted by the Lakers as their next head coach. We'll see He's how that still at Toronto. Yes, but uh, we'll see how that goes. So he's not exactly. Available for the Lakers. Toronto, L.A. Yeah, but, I mean, really in the NBA, it's not like you, you, you can Contracts just Contracts don't mean anything. Huh? Well, I mean, you can just say, hey, guys, look, uh, we're going to wait on him. Well, if he says no, we'll come back to y'all later. <laughs> I mean, anyway, let's, uh, let's take a break. It is halftime, so stick around. Main Street Sports today. We'll be back after this. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. <laughs> Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama. So other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms forms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and joined it as halftime. We're going to talk about this, uh, the outlet malls that I visited this week, this weekend. Uh, so listen, first of all, Woodstock, Georgia, not near anything. Yeah, Woodstock is, um, it's, it's south of Calhoun, is that right, or is it north? It is south of Calhoun. It's between Atlanta it's and Calhoun. Between right? Atlanta and Calhoun. It's, yeah. it's north of Marietta just a little bit because you got to okay. go on 565 or 585. Oh, and that's just, right. Like, go that's right. So it's not on 75. No. Okay. Yeah, you, you had to get, veer off. You got to get way off in the weeds. Yeah. Mm. About eight miles, which, by the way, Sarah is 
angry the entire time we're driving. She's like, don't tell me it's two miles away. We're at exit seven and or we're at exit eight and it's at exit nine. Is it not a mile? Is that not one mile? And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. As a matter of fact. So I don't know. So anyway, I just she was just yelling about that the whole time. But listen, we get to the outlet shops of Atlanta, which is probably 30 miles north of Atlanta for that. Yeah. (laughs) Which, you know, whatever. Uh, The Atlanta Braves in Marietta. I mean, it's exactly the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Mm -hmm. But so we park in the back like and we walk in and it's a normal outdoor outlet mall. Right. It's not. But here's the thing is it's in kind of a circle. So like it's not like there's a there's a building in the middle and then there's several outside buildings which is unusual typically that these they built those in strips mm-hmm. they don't build them in strips anymore so it's kind of nice because you just walk in a circle and you're done it's not it's not a lot of walking but turn to the left look up and there's a roof they have built and they roof on the walkway on the a a secondary secondary structure. Okay. okay, so the top of the building, get the get the, the roof of the building, and yep. then there's a little space, and then there's a slanted roof that goes to the middle. I don't understand. So it's an outdoor mall, but it's not. This is my... Are they solar panels? No. <laughs> for what? A, <laughs> well, for the obvious reasons, for solar panels, but... So, but they're not solar panels. It's no, just another they're, roof. They're just, they're, it's, it's a roof on, out, on top of an outdoor mall. If you were, why are we trying to put outdoor malls indoors now? <laughs> so that you don't, so that people that don't have rain jackets don't get rained off. Okay. Right. So well, they got to sell rain jackets. But <laughs> I mean, then you, then you need to let people get wet. <laughs> There's ceiling fans on this thing, right? Okay. So, okay. I get it. Look, don't get me wrong. Indoor malls. HVACs and it costs money. I was going to say, you don't have to heat and cool this place. But you're in Atlanta. It's hot or it's really cold. So that like takes half of your season out. I I don't understand why we have roofs on an outdoor mall. Just be inside. Run the AC. How many coat shops were there? Like three. Shorts? You could buy shorts there too, right? You could buy everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. You get hot, you sell shorts. You get cold, go buy a jacket. Coats. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially like it was so weird. I was like, why are we? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, but you know, it, in the in the springtime and in the fall, great place to be because the weather was great. I mean, we Sunday was perfect. We walked six miles on Sunday, six miles over thirteen thousand steps. All at the outlet mall? No. Between walking from our parking spot okay. to the game and walking around Truist Park, and say how that. how many how many trips around that circle did you make? <laughs> no, we we only did the circle once, but it, it was it was interesting. It was a really good mall, uh, but we had to come back out <laughs> to go up north on seventy five to get to Calhoun and Bucky's, which was Bucky's was worth the trip because y'all their barbecue is really good. I, I hate I hate to give Texas credit for that crap, but it's a good barbecue. I didn't see a smoker when I pulled up, so you know I don't know where they're getting it, but it was good. Mm. Okay. And, it had some, it. and it had some bark on it. 
I'll take your word for it. So I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Nonetheless, let's take a break. We'll get back and uh, talk some Titans and Preds on the other side. So stick around. Main Street Sports Today returns after this.